Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is March 25th. It is a Monday. I think we're in the last week of March. When do we start the first? Oh, not until next Monday. So, yeah, we're in the last week of March, and things are so cold in California, cooler than usual, and we're just trucking along, but at least we have the sun again for a while. But I wanted to thank everyone for all the birthday wishes. Oh, my gosh. I was so overwhelmed that I couldn't even look at Facebook for, like, a few hours on um, on Saturday. However, for the first time in I don't know how many years, I was actually able to answer everybody. And I just sat yesterday morning in just person after person after person's relationship and all the relationships we have time. Holy cow. So it's just so cool. And today I wanted to talk about how do we make our relationships with everyone around us better because there's always more. There's always a depth to everything. And why does it heal us when forgiveness is involved? It's huge. When I asked everyone, hey, you know, what would you like me to talk about? Somebody that I I don't know personally, but I do know on Facebook, a woman, and she's a physician and, and well accomplished in terms of her field. And she found out that she has an illness that, you know, it's, it's serious. And so in one word, she just put in the bottom, you know, forgiveness. And I thought, God. We wait and wait and wait to forgive each other. Times we put it on the back burner and there it is, just sitting there simmering, kind of bothers us once in a while when we think of it. And yet we never really think to do it because it takes a lot out of us to do it times. Because when we forgive, we have to look at ourselves in what happened. And we know we have to do that, but if we're not ready, we can put it off, put it off for a long time, if not forever. And then we wait till something happens to us, to our lives, to who we are. We wait for that. And then we start looking for the people that we want to have that conversation with. And the sad part is, sometimes we find out that those people aren't here anymore. So we have to do it in our heart. We have to have that conversation within ourselves. Forgiveness as an option. But what really happens when we forgive, when we get in that mindset, like, let me go back to that fork in the road and let me repave it with love. 
And it's not about being a better person, a bigger person. It is, it is really, really a healing energy. Yet how it heals us is what I wanted to talk about today, what I wanted Christ to give me new perspective on, deeper perspective on. So this morning, he said that forgiveness, it's solitude to the bond that you have with that person. Because you had to be close enough to each other in order for a situation to happen that asks for forgiveness to be part of that relationship with that person. So when you approach somebody or somebody approaches you, they're looking to do something to the bond, to build that bond that's inside of you already, bring it to the forefront. And almost like you're giving it a shot of antibiotics, you are healing it. But the bigger thing even that happens, if there is a bigger thing, is that it aligns the truth. It puts the truth in order, not just like, well, they did this and I did that and then they did that and I will never forgive them for that. I'm like, wow, that's a huge slap right on top of it. That's hard to take off when you say that. Because now instead of aligning the truth, we're getting further and further and further away. I know people who never will forgive anybody for anything. They're stubborn about how they give their love out. Stingy with how they give their love out. What a word, stingy. It even sounds stingy to say stingy, but it happens. And when they are that way, you find them frustrated quickly. They have a short wick. They can't hear the details. It's like, come on, come on, come on, get to the point, get to the point. When someone talks to me like that, I don't even know how to get to the point that fast. It's like my brain gets like a scrambled egg. And I'm like, wait a minute. Well, just give me a second. I don't have a point to get to to make this worth it for you to hear. Alignment of the truth. It is kindness in action to your soul to have that conversation with another person. That kindness doesn't come easy. Being kind takes a lot of strength. You have to know a lot to be kind. You have to know how to navigate yourself within your feelings. That when you recognize you have a feeling that maybe isn't the best thing in the world to be dealing with and you're upset and you're really upset, And you have the presence of mind in that moment to say, hey, wait a minute. What can I do best here? How can I handle this situation in the best way? And when you can talk like that to you, the conversations you have with anybody else in your life 
will have more meaning, bond you differently. You will look people in the eye. You will walk straighter. You will dress better. You will pay attention to more details. That's how much value being kind has. We look at kind, we look at forgiveness as things that when we do see them, we're really happy we saw them because we don't see it very frequently. And they aren't options. They are our medicine. If there was ever any emotional medicine, this is it. We medicate any little ailment in our body and it actually doesn't necessarily take care of things the same way our emotional medicine can. Because our emotional medicine can help heal us in a way that gives us strength no matter what we face. Emotional medicine goes into every single facet of your life. It affects the way you eat. It affects the way you exercise. It actually gets you to understand that you need to. It gets you to understand that you can't really put stuff in your body that's going to hurt it. You can't say things that are going to hurt people. But when it comes to emotional medicine, the number one thing forgiveness. There's another factor to forgiveness that I wanted to talk about today. Because if us talking to another person that we know that need needs to happen with, that solitude, that alignment of the truth, that kindness and action, feeling God in that moment. Because we're always looking for emotion and emotional support from other people. But the kicker is we actually go, oh, wow, that's what God means about forgiveness. Not that he's forgiving us. We need to forgive each other. But the bigger part of it all, that emotional medicine, is you to yourself. We're so hard on ourselves. And we can have a conversation. And I'm telling you guys, talking to yourself is so underrated. So many levels, but it's underrated how important it is to hear yourself have a conversation with yourself. Because you will find out that you are a friend to yourself when you talk to yourself. You start to solve things because hearing something out loud is an entirely different dynamic than keeping stuff in our heads. But saying to yourself, hey, you know what? I was 20 when I did that. And this is what I thought was going to come out of it. And what I thought was going to come out of it ultimately would have been good. Didn't work out that way. Or I was that, or I really did want to go back to school. But if I really, really wanted to go back to school, I would have. The fact that I didn't, meant that it wasn't strong enough for me to want to or need to do that in my life. 
instead of all your life going, well, I wanted to go to school and I didn't go to school, so I never got the job I wanted and this is where I ended up and I'm unhappy. You really aren't. That's a cover-up story or a cover story that they teach kids when they're younger. Able to face the contents of your life going back to when you were a child and the way you saw the world and saying if your parents aren't here or talking to your parents if they are, wow, you know what? Overall, we really did our best. You did your best as parents. Instead of nitpicking every single thing that happens in your life a way to look at things that helps you today. That every child has something that happened. But that was for you to grow. And every child is going to have a huge reaction to something because it'll be the first time they've had that reaction. Every child is going to have a first love that broke up and had to deal with feelings of being abandoned or not loved or not understanding even what happened. And when we can give it a perspective like that, behooves us to not teach our children about the power that exists within forgiveness. You don't forget, you learn. You forgive and you heal. You find the truth through it. You start to become kind-hearted and more balanced in your thoughts instead of going off the rails and everybody walking on eggshells that you're not going to get something that is going to scare you to death. We can't be scared to be scared. We can't be scared to have experiences. We can't be scared to face life. And when we know we have a backup plan, when we know that, hey, if things don't work out, I'll reassess. I'll go back. I can't be so hard on myself that I don't try anything. I can't be so hard on myself that I don't put my best foot forward every day. And Christ just corrected me. Best foot forward? She just said, strongest foot forward. Your strongest foot forward every day. Every single day is an opportunity in our lives to see the other side of love, to see the other side of truth. And I know we have evolved to the point where it's something this, what feels minute initially, like, oh, yeah, well, that's something I can take care of another day. Oh, yeah, well, that's something to at least, Go through it in your own mind, step by step, as though you are having that conversation with another person, even if it's just yourself, because sometimes there's like, you're in there, and there's a lot to do within your mind, and you keep stepping out, so you get pushed, and then the load gets a little heavier and a little heavier because you're not paying attention to you. And then one day you wake up and you're like, God, I need a break. I need a day where I just don't talk to people because you are now overloaded. But it all starts with how you look at 
what failure means in your mind, what not doing what you want in your mind, what not getting what you want in your mind, how you blame people, how you point fingers, how you don't point fingers, whatever it is that you react to. When you know you have the capability to accept, forgive, let go of, release the stuff that comes in and out of your life, stuff is allowed then to flow in and out of your life. Every time I say the word flow, I think of, you know, oh, I'm in the flow or I'm not or whatever that is, but it can flow. It can come in and it can go out. It can stay or it can leave. And you start to understand the importance of what you allow to come into your life and to stay in your life. That's the bigger one. Because now you can discern. You can say, hey, this is a great addition to my life. Or you can say, you know what, I'm not sure this fits. Let me take some time to, to make sure, especially if it's a big decision. Somebody who's in an apartment initially will fall in love with almost any house they see because it's an improvement or bigger than the apartment. It offers you storage. It offers you a yard. It offers you all these things. And you're like, Oh, wow, and you almost take any house. But then if you really took your time and didn't just jump in blindly, you'd start walking into a house and saying, does this house look like it needs repairs? Is it going to cost me a lot on the back end, even though it's cheap and, excuse me, has a lot of space on the front end? It happens in relationships. You meet someone new. There's a saying someone said to me, a brand new broom always sweeps well. Because you don't know how well the broom sweeps. You don't know if the little things are going to come out. You don't know if it picks up all the. You just don't know. So you cannot make decisions until you know. But if you make a decision before you know, now you're backtracking. And then you get mad at yourself and you have to deal with the other person. You have to tell them or with your kids. If you kind of are gingerly walking around an issue and then until it gets big enough before you can be involved. On the onset, have the conversations. And a lot of that stems from being able to accept may not go as you wish. And so if you assess along the way, you will know before you make bigger commitments. And a lot of that stems back to understanding self-forgiveness. Understanding that you have room to grow, that you have the space to make decisions, the space to make assessments, giving yourself the time to see the facts because Time is really the only teacher we have. Nothing is hidden over time. It's hidden when we don't give it time because there's no way we can see it in a short span. But being able 
the number one emotional medicine is learning to give your soul, your heart, your thoughts, space. Living in our world is a lot of the stuff that was created important but wasn't really important to us is starting to fade to black. It's just going away. And people are coming back into themselves, back into their neighborhoods, back into their communities. And we're starting to realize as we learn the emotional medicine that we need, what our communities need. Everyone just wanted to be off on their own, which is great in some ways, because we came back stronger in need of each other. We cannot build a world without each other. And if we leave the decisions up to whoever, we're going to get whatever. And the same thing happens to us just by ourselves. If we don't understand what we need from a relationship, somebody's going to come in and understand what they need, and they're going to have their way with our life. And then one day we're going to wake up and go, wow, where did my life go? Because we were just accommodating others and there was no balance. Or we take people on as projects because we can't take ourselves on. Or we force our kids to do something that maybe they don't want to do. Givenness is huge. That one, I don't know if people outside of our country heard this, but we in America had this little, um, I want to say not little, but a big scam operation happening where parents were buying their kids into school. And probably this has been happening from the end of time. But the way they found out about it the way they found out about it was they were investigating a man for one thing, and he gave them this tidbit that somebody had this ring where if people paid him, he would get them into the colleges he wanted to get them in. And one of the people that it happened with was Lori Laughlin, a really wholesome, wonderful actress. And they were showing tapes of her with her daughters and you know I never even paid attention I didn't even know who her daughters were until this happened but then as you started to see the facts of the story come in both the pair both of the parents neither of them went to college so it was really important for their kids to go to college but it was all just about going to college not about learning so if you see the daughters the daughters could care less about college. And you could see in the interview after interview after interview, the mother taking over the conversation, talking for her daughters, the daughters kind of hanging on, ending up in one of the best schools in the country. And all this happened. Why? Because neither of the parents, neither of them, 
could accept themselves the way they were. Did not give themselves space to grow. So they forced upon two other people who happened to be their children what they believed they should have done. And now they're in a lot of trouble. And it told them who they were, that they would cross lines to get what they want. Because they did not, do not possess the emotional medicine they need or needed to be able to overcome those feelings. So they succumbed to them. And now they're hurting. They've fallen out of sight. They are not part of the news media because they will not even speak. Because what do you say other than, I could never forgive myself for not going to everybody else. I felt like I was less than everyone else, no matter how much money I made, no matter how much fame I had, because I did not feel as good as other people that had something I did not work for. So I will get that to my kids, and that will be my redemption. They will have what I didn't have and what I thought was less than other people all my life, and I don't want my kids to feel that. So it stems looking like from love, but it is injured love that brought that entire scene about. Bigger factor in it is because they didn't believe that education was really education. You're just learning something. They looked at it as a marker of success, even though no matter how much success they had, it didn't matter to them. But the bigger part of it is that emotional medicine that they did not have, they also, without knowing it, instilled that in their children. Wow, you're not good enough to go to this school, but I'm going to get you in anyway. So now the same fraud feeling that the parents had, children now inherited from the parents, only with a lot more embarrassment, and they were outed. They were outed. The whole family was outed, and they all have to face now that self-worth issue because that is the real issue. And then we have legal courts, which they're going to have to deal with, that doesn't go into emotion. It's what did you do, what you did, this is your punishment, whatever it is. But in the emotional world, that's why that happened, because the emotions were not attended to. They were not focused on. They were not what came to the forefront. The illusion is what was to the forefront, and now that illusion just popped and broke into a bunch of pieces all around all of them. And that's what happens when we don't conversations with ourselves, when we don't forgive the things we thought we should be or should have in life. We don't heal 
so we live down that road that isn't paved with love and does things like that. No trust, no self-acceptance, injured self-love, unattended to. And that's what we all just witnessed. And I hope they get to the emotional conversations because that's where it all started. You guys, it's already over for Monday. Have a great and happy Monday. Put your strongest foot forward. I love you guys, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.